five nights with Smash Africa. Smash Africa. Tonight, this evening for Music Heals, I am joined by the one and only Touchline. Welcome to Five Nights. How you been, Touchline? Thank you for having me again. You know, you're a real one, Smash. We, we back, we back. Man, as born it, dog. Thank you for the music, bro. I got goosebumps. I haven't even started the interview, man. Your ancestors are talking. What's going on? <laughs> Damn. Ah, it's the mighty pen, bro. It's the mighty it's pen. It's the mighty pen indeed. Bro, do you still go by Touchline the Truth? I mean, that's all my stage name, you know. That's just like, that's my surname. The truth is my surname, you know. So Touchline Truth, that's, that's it in completion. But... You know, people call me Touchline. It's okay. It's all right. How much, how much, how much truth is in your music? For every record you've penned, how much truth is in there? And how much is like, nah, make believe. Because I've seen it, I'll put it in. I'll put it in a song. So percentage-wise, <laughs> how much truth is in your is in your raps? Ah, uh, the truth overflows, man. Um, you know, I've always believed in being completely honest about my feelings. About my experiences, yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've never really shied away from telling my truth, even if it's not a beautiful one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I understand, Gucci, as human beings, we all flawed, you know. And in and in that way, I kind of fit in, you know. I fit in with every human being, but I stand out as an artist because many artists are scared to tell their truth. So I'm okay, man. I I I, I say as much as I possibly can about myself and about things that I see yep. that is that can be acceptable, you know. Mm. For me, you know, to actually just tell people what it is that I think about, mm. you mm. know, mm. what I'm living. And and well, that comes with a great deal of vulnerability, and vulnerability is something to be applauded. It's bravery, right? Definitely, you know. Um, definitely feel to it. I mean, look, nobody really wants to show. You know the the tough times. Nobody wants to show with the Yazidis does Vikrand, you know. Mm. But the truth is, people relate to that because that's the hidden truth, right? That's what you don't post on Instagram. Mm. You know the things that really happen. And I wanted to create music that allows people to sort of like undress themselves, you know, in a sense. So with the, they take out all the they take off all the the layers, you know, that 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 stop them from facing themselves you understand mm, mm. Um, and I just wanted people to understand that we're all human and we all got mistakes we all make mistakes we're all flawed and we don't have to be perfect and my music is certainly not about perfection you know yes, um, yes. it's about the process it's about loving each other regardless it's about being something and becoming something regardless of where you come from at the beginning of the year, um, uh, you drop uh, something out of nothing too, otherwise known as soon too. Um, yeah. Did you see the reception, the great reception that the album got from rappers, from the music industry at large, and your fans? Now you got global fans. Was that reception something that you expected when you were busy recording the body of work? Not at all, man. Um, I mean, I just when I make the when I make the music, I, I don't really think too much about the outcome. Um, like I said, I'm more focused on how I can truly, you know, um, tell the story and be honest. So for me to see which mm. one, um, that was 
I can't say it was a shock, but it was a pleasant surprise, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Now, this feature is called Music Heals. Let's talk about how music has healed you, bro. Whether it's you writing music or you listening to music, how has music healed you? And in, 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 do you remember the day, the time, what was happening? Yeah, man. I mean, growing up, I'd always listen to certain artists and I would remember, you know, um, how they got me through certain tough times. Uh, especially when you're a kid and you don't know what your emotions mean. You know, mm. don't know what to make of how you feel. Mm. And I think uh, I, I would listen to music and it would heal me. But more than anything, there was a point where the things that I would write would heal me, you know. Mm. Um, uh, some of the toughest times when I started writing in high school uh, and I didn't know what to make of certain situations, make of like the financial situation at home, you know, when, when, when things were just bad. I remember writing about it and I remember feeling better afterwards. And... I I then started discovering and see if I if I can write like that um, and heal myself. How much more can it do for other people? Um, yeah, and that's, that's it, man. That's so beautiful. Um, I don't know. You know, I know that you grew up listening to Eminem, and Eminem's yeah. um, life story is is you know one would say it's it's a rough life, <laughs> and he yeah. took he took all of that energy. And put it in in his music. Do you find that going through rough times and having talent and an outlet like music to help with some of the pain? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. You know, people have different outlets, and not all of them are healthy. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, look, a person like Eminem could have been on drugs forever. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's so many things that the youth runs to, you know, alcohol abuse. Um, but to find to find something that you can that you can go to to sort of like break away from the pain of your everyday life. Um, sort of like journaling is it that are happening to you. Mm. Just so you can find some closure and healing. When closure and healing is not presented from anywhere else. Mm, mm, you know? Mm. Um, so having that outlet for me, I think, you know, Without it, I would have, you know, I would have gone into Amanyama depression, but now, you know, to be able to and then see people react to it, I mean, that makes me feel like I'm here for a purpose and it helps me want to stay alive for much longer. Now, speaking of staying alive much longer, honestly speaking, we don't know how long we're going to be here for. But yeah. we know what we want to be remembered for. <laughs> yeah. You see where this is going? What do you want to be remembered for? And a guy that was talented, a guy that um that pushed I'm a boundaries I'm tall mm-hmm. in terms of what I what I do. Uh, a person that cares, a person that's 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 thoughtful. There's so many things that I'd like people to associate uh, me with, you know? Mm. And I'd, uh, it would be beautiful if those are good memories, good moments, you know? Mm. Um, I'll take those. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just want to be remembered as a person who really who really cared about doing something for the next person, you know? Mm. In the height of um, uh, mel- mental wellness being um, some... I don't, I don't want to call it 
activism per, per, per se, but mental wellness being a, a priority for a lot of people in the height of social media distracting us, in the height of uh, abuse of substances um, in our communities. Um, what do you say to parents who find their children struggling with all those things that I mentioned? Because I don't imagine it. you get opportunities to speak to the parents and 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 give them a, a perspective right where where you are yeah. looking from from a young person's perspective but also a musician at the same time a musician who's very conscious of the societal uh, happenings and what's happening in the environment what do you say to a parent in the height of uh, social media influence um mental health being compromised substance abuse etc etc what do you say to them for them to have like a better understanding of the situation or the climate Oh man, that's a difficult one, you know, because they grew up in completely different circumstances, and so, mm. um, and they don't really understand what we go through as 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 the new generation, you know. But I think um, just a lot of empathy needs to be exercised, Debo. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's your kid, you need to come from a very understanding place um, to understand why kids make certain decisions these days, and you know, there's a lot of societal issues you know socioeconomic issues that also play a role in how parents act and in how kids act you know mm. um, but I, I think every parent owes their child um, the platform you know to to actually have a conversation with them mm. you know because I mean that's the only way you can really really understand what's going on in someone else's mind um, but you know because of our parents' trauma and the things that they went through, it's very hard for them to try to open up, number one. And number two, to try and get their kids to open up to them. You know, it's hard to have conversations. Um, so, you know, Amangamla, normally they get therapy for stuff like that. But for Tina, because we can't afford that, we really need to go the extra mile to try to create platforms where communication can exist. They are all between Intoana, the time of Intoana and Ole, they are when your parents see the, the success or the successful inroads you've made in terms of your music career, um, one would say you were earmarked to be something special, something that the world would have known, whether it was days when you were an aspiring footballer to your rap career taking off. What do they say back at home in terms of the success that you have, you've, you've accomplished so far in your music career? I know what you Um Yeah, they're very happy, man. You know, um, and I'm fortunate enough, you know, to have the time that, you know, that will always uh, talk to me. Mm. You know, um, ever since I was a kid, and I remember when the toughest moments would happen in sports, I'd come back and I lost the game, and I'd be crying because I'm I'm so competitive, um, uh, and I'd be crying, and he tried to make me understand how life works, you know. Uh, you can't win jargon, you know. Uh, um, and I started realizing what the important things are in terms of, you know, in competition, you know, um, in life, you know. So that guidance truly, truly helped me. And I see even today, you know, he'll just like come through to me to just see where my mental uh, state is, you know. And also, he, he would always try to um, encourage me to rest which is funny, you know? Mm. Like, he never says work harder. He just 
she just wants me to rest because <laughs> I'm always I'm always going hard, you know. Yeah. So um, just to have like that kind of support structure, you know, all ladies, all the challenge challenges there, you know, I'm always using with a few good words when I when I leave and I'm and I'm out to go hustle. Yeah. So it, they at the point where they truly believe that I'm doing something special. Um, and even though we used to fight about it back then when I used to want to do it, um, but now it, it's come and it, 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 it's, it's, it's in a different place now where they see themselves as people that can help me get through, you know, this career because they know it's a tough one. Yeah. Through your music, um, people that you grew up with might have the perception that, ah, Touchline has got it, bro. It's probably a millionaire in the making. You've got all the things. You've got access to whatever, this and that. Um, how do you actually bust that myth? Especially with um, where you grew up and the people you grew up with and the surrounding, you know, area. Like whether it's it's um, fellow creatives in that space or people that you know throughout. throughout. Um, I don't really see the need to bust the myth, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, as Tilel, I mean, available to us, you know, if they pay to man, you know, which makes it, which makes it difficult, you know, because I'm trying to navigate this life thing. I'm trying to navigate the career also. I'm an independent artist. I'm self-funded. You know, whatever money I get, I try to put it back into my craft. Um, you know, so th- those myths were always existing to you, young uh, Sometimes, you know, yeah. Uh, but it doesn't compute in my head because pressure So I don't want to do that kind of thing for it. I don't want to take That's another way to do it, bro. When you're done shooting the video, you step out the text. is like, sure, sure, dog. You can go on with your business. <laughs> you know, the reason why I'm saying that, because like social media is so one-dimensional dimensional right um yeah. and and i saw i saw a post recently um um done by uh, something soweto and he was just addressing um the weight topic because people are like oh what's happening to something soweto he's lost weight there's something wrong you know etc sure. etc and he felt the need to go on social media and set the record straight right yeah do you yeah. ever feel the need to set the record straight um whether it's a conversation about who's got who's got the best bars in the game um who can go head to head from the dome with touchline do you do you yeah. do you ever uh, go through those um by yourself in your head um if 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 ever I think of setting the record straight, it would never come from a tweet. It would never come from me wanting to talk about it online. Mm. And that's why a lot of my fans would see, which I don't entertain. I, I was born, I mean, I don't get this today, tomorrow. And I don't reply, you know, um, uh, because there's a lot of talk. And I think it's going to sway me from my mission. You know, my, my, my purpose here is not to try to compete with another rapper for, for airtime, you know, for, for space or to say that I'm better than this guy. 
that's not why I'm here on face. I'm not here to battle another rapper. I'm here to fight the real things that we go through in life, you know. And that's what I want to be remembered for. I don't want to be remembered as a guy that that whose whole whose whole mandate was to take on another rapper, you know, mm. um, or another artist. It's it's not. It is a thing that that can get to me um, because you know you you see it all online and some things can be offensive and you know you might want to say something, but uh, so I'm not going to lie and say that doesn't affect me, but um, I've, I, I've learned that I need to compose myself and focus on the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is not to compete with anybody else. I really love that, bro. I really love that. Now let's talk about let's talk about the power of collaboration. One thing about you, you are down to collaborate, and you yeah. got, you got to walk me through your process. How do you go about picking the people you collaborate with, and um, what 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 also like determines uh, like that work with another artist is yeah. it is it is it energy is it the beat is it having known someone before walk me through it how do you go about picking your collaborators definitely energy yeah well it happens in different ways you know sometimes you can be in a room together and you guys are creating or sometimes you might have an idea and you and you hit somebody up you know mm. um i remember uh, when I was doing E19 Flow now, which was my project in 2019, mm. I remember I hit up so many guys, you know, some guys that, that were like, some big guys, you know, that were, they were saying, yo, Donna, you next, you next, you know? Mm. And I remember I was chasing them for months, and thought, um, and at the time, I remember hitting up Focalistic, and he literally sent his verse back in a few days, mm. you know? And it was a different kind of energy from him. I think we were both so hungry mm. to just do something at the time, you know? Mm. Um, and in my own job, you can't chase Abanyabanti and you can't, you also can't be offended because mm. but um, in some energy is the most important thing for you. If you look at soon too, I worked with a lot of people that are coming up, mm. you know? The only real established person that I worked with was KO, mm. you know? Mm. And I got that energy from him. We can do something. You understand but the rest of the people um they were just people coming up and for me that's that's so beautiful because it's all about the art and it's all about what we're trying to make the song become you know mm. now being an independent artist uh, you obviously do not have like the pull of someone who signed to a major label in terms of your wish list of co-collaborators um young producers are listening to the show Young rappers are listening to the show. Um, what do you think gets someone like KO to jump on a record with Touchline when KO is so decorated? Yet in the same in the same breath, at the heart of it, he's just a fan of rap, and Touchline yeah. can rap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you yeah. what do you say to to someone listening to this conversation? Yeah, I mean, I think I think. Um I think just for an exa- as, a, as an example, Ukeo, I think when he when he when he allowed Uti, you know, we we can work together. I think it was probably like maybe a respect for my craft, or maybe he would see that there's, there's potential in what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and that's always going to be a driving force in future. Um Young artists must know Uti going into somebody's DM and asking for a feature is not how you get the feature. Mm. You understand? I don't think that's ever worked for anybody. Mm. You know, I think the most important thing you can do for yourself 
is to put yourself out there in a way where it's undeniable, you know. Mm. Um, I didn't get I, I didn't get to where I am now from Fiji, mm. you know. Mm. Um, I got I got you know I got further in my career because I woke up, wrote verses, put videos out, you know, on social media. I worked, you know, I went and I did free shows, you know, for for ten years, you know. Um, I I did the work and. At some point, the universe rewards you, you know. Mm. And you know, some of the guys you don't have to chase them anymore; they come to you. So every artist needs to know who's invited. In that million, because you know, Ubik Zulu has a million people in his DMs. Now you feel like Ubik Zulu is a guy. He needs to see you doing, you know, doing the work, yes. and, and 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 he needs to feel like you are gonna put him on. You know, I need to feel like if I put you on the song, I'm benefiting too. You understand? Really, That's how talented and how hardworking you got to be. I really love that, bro. I really love, I really love the sound of that. And also, you know, earlier on in the first hour of the show, we played like a motivation moment. Um, from 50 Cent and I understand you also love 50 and you know he said something about you got to do yourself a favor and not drink from the well of entitlement and and in the day and age of social media with hits instant gratification there's a lot of people sipping from the well of entitlement and when you are entitled you're going to have an expectation and when that expectation is not met you're going to feel like the world is crumbling down on you so it's on you to just focus on the craft and what you are good at and just putting out that energy. So I just thought, like, I, I should mention that, man. Just bring it together. Definitely, uh, And, you know, like, yeah, entitlement, I think, is killing a lot of artists, you know? Mm, mm. Uh, a lot of artists, you know, you feel like you deserve something that you haven't worked for, mm. you know? Or you feel like you've worked for it and you, you deserve to get it. And, yes, maybe somewhere, somehow you do, but... It's not up to Smash Africa to give you the right. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it's not it's not Smash Africa's job to give you the Doifunai. And you can't hate him if he can't give you that thing. You know what I'm saying? So every 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 single person in any discipline doesn't even have to be music. Every single person needs to know which in fits. Let's talk about your routine. Uh, what time do you wake up in the morning? What's the first thing you do after you wake up? What does a normal day look like from uh, the moment you wake up all the way to the moment you go to bed at night? Um, yo, it differs. You know, it depends on what night I have, what kind of night I have. Mm -hmm. Normally, it's in a, it's, you know studio nights. A lot of studio nights where you know I go to sleep maybe at like four or five, five a.m. Um, you know, then I'm up maybe. Nine, ten, you know, mm. or if I'm if I'm home early enough, you know, I try to to catch a rest, you know. Uh, I never sleep before midnight, so I try to catch you know rest by twelve o'clock, one o'clock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, um, but there's no real routine, man. I think um, I try to let me just get in the right mind frame. I, I like working out also, mm. you know, just to get the the blood going, uh, but. That's not my everyday routine, bro. like I wanna stop that, you know? Well don't, don't, don't very, Well don't have I don't think it's good for. Don't have the phone on the side of your bed. That's a start. Yeah. Leave the phone leave the phone in the kitchen. 
Leave yeah. the phone in a different room. Everything I eat, smash, man. Independent artist, Baba. If only at the office, yeah, even at even at 11 p.m., bro. I'm telling you, dog. I'm 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 on a business call, dog. You understand? Because you are, the way we operate as musicians, we don't operate me me clock ya yaba yaba Um, you know, I I mean, I could literally just be like, ah. As in, let me call this artist and, and set up something for tomorrow. And I know he's going to be awake because his clock is the same as my clock. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah. Um, so that's I think that's the reason why I always keep my phone on me. You never know when your opportunity comes. You feel me? Uh. What's your What's your favorite time to record music? Definitely in the AMs. Definitely after midnight. Yeah. What is it yeah. about? What is it about recording after midnight that gives you that? feeling of excitement and passion and you know essentially the fire burning what do you think it's attributed to you know the, the people that don't understand musicians are all sleeping you know um, so I think I listen to say to even your your, you know, your mind flows a little better. Mm. Even your voice sounds better, funny enough. Mm, mm, you know, mm. um, there's a lot of things that work in your favor at, around that time. There's no noise. There's no there's no urge to, to go do something, you know, because the world operates during daylight, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's no urge from you to want to go do what everybody else is doing or, you know, you just want to be in your zone. And I can spend like multiple hours. I can spend six, seven, eight hours with, you know, in studio recording one song. Um, and it doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah. It really doesn't bother me and it, uh, I have fun with it. Uh, so I think I'm an AM. What's your take, what's your take on, on street education and, and formal education in the business of music? Street education and formal education. Mm. Um, so by formal you mean going to school in, yeah, and learning about institutions, business, institutions. Uh, music business. Yeah, institutions. And you know the crazy, yeah. the craziest thing about institutions, right? Like some of the courses that you do, they will be beneficial for for business decisions later on. You might not see and appreciate it when you have to submit an assignment, but yeah. uh, if if you're someone who's intentional, later on it comes back. She's like, ah, they taught me this, man. I remember yeah. doing this in school. You know what I mean? So, uh, and my question, just to make it a direct, things that you learn in the street versus the things that you learn at school. Right, the institution. Yeah. Uh, um, how 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 has it worked for you as an independent artist in the music business? In Tonya, we find the strategy Miami. It paperwork. They are guys strategy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yesterday I was at a convention or a conference, rather. You know, um, you know, and I remember I learned so much over there. You know about music, about the music business, about, you know, music and how it operates in other countries, you know, but artists, they don't attend things like those, you feel me? Mm. Because they have a very street mentality and I'm trying to chop off that mentality, you know? Mm. So, over 10 years, I think um, also um, studying the game from a different angle is also very important, you know? Because I really want to get as far as I can as an independent artist, as my, as my own boss. I want to learn as much as I can, 
and know how to handle my money and where the money is coming from and where it's going to. Mm, mm, you know, mm. so every every form of education is is important. Mm, you know, I'm saying it's, it's very very important, bro. I really love that touchline. You got two minutes. Tell me what the future looks like for you. Can you believe we've been speaking for over thirty minutes now? <laughs> uh, I don't mind, my nigga. <laughs> um, like, um, like it feels like this conversation just started now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so man, what, the future, mm. the future looks like, you know, the future looks very intentional. Mm. It looks, it looks like where, whereas I used to be a dreamer. Now I'm 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 a planner, you know. Mm. Now I know exactly what I need to do. I know the kind of um, moves I want to make. I know what what songs I want to shoot videos for. Mm. I know what songs I want to write. Mm. I know what kind of shows I want to create and the kind of experiences that I want to create for people, mm. you know. So the future looks more like, you know, it looks like Tony Kulile, no, and he 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 pretty much knows what the next step should be. So. For me, compared to more visuals, you know, um, there's going to be a lot of rebranding happening. There's going to be a lot of like, um, you know, better understanding of the music business. You know, handling handling the money better, knowing where the money should come from, where we can go get it, um, creating these these shows that no other rapper is creating. You know, mm. um, and I'm going to tell you all about it, Smash. You're one of the people I'm going to give a call. Oh, so, man. oh man. Um, uh, but uh, you know, um, soon too has been doing well. Uh, shout out to you know the people that worked on it, the Caver Beats, the Zolicha Davis, Shakespeare, and all the people that are featured on on there. You know, um, uh, so there's there's gonna be a deluxe coming out. You know, it's, it's, it, that's the meeting I came out of right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, just talking about what songs I wanna put on there. Do I feel like I wanna write more stories? Or do I feel like the stories that I have already um, are, are going to be compelling enough for the public to truly understand where my mind frame is, but to also see what where, where South Africa is, you know? Yep. Um, so best believe that there's more music coming through. Um, and I, I thought I'm going to like, yeah, give me a month. You're going to see. I love that. Bro, touch, touch line, punch line, the truth. Thank you so yes, much for sir. being part of this conversation. And now we know how music heals you and how your music heals others. It's so beautiful uh, to just chop it up and just get into your head and hear about the process and what you go through. Thank you for your time, bro. And always picking up my, my calls when I hit you up. And thank you for the music. Thank you for being the light. Don't stop shining. Don't stop being an inspiration. And don't stop being inspired, bro. Smash you the greatest. Thank you so much, my brother. Smash Africa on five.